0: You are listening to Boggy Talk, Faith Conversations in the Mud, a resource of Church on Bayshore. We typically want every matter of faith in life to have crystal clear answers, but it isn't always that easy. Recorded on the Boggy Bayou of Niceville, Florida, and hosted by James Ross and Justin Wyatt, pastors at Church on Bayshore, this podcast dives into how to help Christians think with a kingdom mentality about topics that sometimes get muddy. And bog us down so let's dive in hey everyone and welcome to Boggy Talk you are tuning in or watching to the inaugural episode of this incredible world-changing <laughs> podcast uh, yeah Boggy Talk so we are gonna be having conversations in the mud conversations that sometimes bog us down and get uh sticky get muddy get dirty but we want to talk about them because they're important so i'm here with my good friend james ross say hey james hey james <laughs> that was like that was the lamest that opening was so like, lame. <laughs> <laughs> that was literally like i was talking to cam your yeah, all yeah, of a that's, sudden that's, that's where he gets it descriptor of cameron <laughs> that is where he gets it <laughs> so uh uh, James is the lead pastor here at Church on Bayshore, and I'm an uh, associate pastor of worship and missions and um, and cool things, <laughs> like a podcast. Like a podcast. But, um, so we are a work in progress, as you're going to be able to tell. And and uh, as for this first episode, we really just wanted to dive into why we're doing this, because um, you might ask, why are they doing this? <laughs> so, uh, James? Why are we doing this? Why
1: are we doing this? Well, uh, I think a couple of reasons why we're doing this. I think probably the, the most pressing reason why is so many people... Just want to hear us talk all the time. They just want. They're just on the edge. I mean, of I have people seats. call me
0: and they're like, "Will you just yes. talk to me? Will you yes. just read a book to me?"
1: Ironically, <laughs> our moms probably won't watch
0: this, <laughs> based on my
1: knowledge of our mothers
0: or our kids.
1: Yeah, or definitely our children.
0: Probably but. not even or what? No, they'll watch because yeah, they, yeah, they like to know things. We <laughs>
1: they're judging, watching,
0: judging. Look at the baby. Look at you the baby.
1: Should. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. reference lots of movies and. And I'm not going to tell you where they're from. That was one. So if you text me. Yeah, you do a lot of movie
0: quotes and I'm really bad with movie quotes. It's because
1: I'm an auditory learner. 5% of the world are auditory learners and I am an auditory learner. So I will legitimately remember things like crazy that people said, specifically my wife, which really aggravates her (laughs) because she was like, what are you even talking about? Anyway. So uh, the the main goal of this is to just say passive-aggressive things about my marriage. So, wow. <laughs> we're off to a great start. Because I, I have no other vehicle to do that since I'm a lead pastor. We can't talk to anybody. No, I'm just kidding. So
0: right. Dude, uh,
1: you can talk to me. I can talk to you. And the, yeah, whole, the world can watch you counsel me. So anyway.
0: That's really what Boggy Talk is. It is. Pri- it is. Christy, you're coming next episode, and we're just going to. Therapize. There we go. There
1: we go. So I, unfortunately, that will you will side with her and everything, but that's okay. Um, yeah, so I think that uh, we as a church have a philosophy of, for the most part, being driven by uh, the word Sunday morning. So Sunday morning, we uh, do, whether it's me or whoever, we do what's called an expository sermon or exegetical sermon, where we're going through a book of the Bible, expounding upon what it says, and trying to apply that. Um, and I think, I think, to me, you know, that is a healthy model of church. Um, a lot of other churches will do what's called a topical sermon. So, like, they take a topic and they try to address it. And I think, I think, it's easier to be engaging if you're giving a topical sermon. But I also think it's easier to commit heresy if you're primarily <laughs> doing topical
0: sermons. Why? That's, why do you why do you say that?
1: <laughs> well, I think I think that. Um, <laughs> You know, again, hey, look, we all stand before God for how we lead our churches. So that's not an attack on churches that do it that way. But I think you're saying, hey, here's a topic. What do I need to say about that topic versus just like, what does God say and how does that apply? I just think that's a totally different starting point. But I do think a deficiency, if that's the right word, in being a church like us is that, you know, maybe there's some cultural issues we don't get to speak into that people are really like, what do I think about this mm-hmm. as a Christian? Yeah. Um, and what what do I do about this? And so I think this allows us yeah. to do that a little more. And I think there's a clear distinction between this is James, who I do think have informed opinions, and Justin, you have informed opinions. But these are our like wrestling through the scriptures and how they apply these issues versus Sunday morning. And I'm really trying to just say, this is
0: what God's word says. Mm-hmm. Like unbi like try to like put your opinions. Yeah. And, Thoughts aside, because you know, really, as we dive into a lot of what we're going to be talking about uh, in the in the series to come and weeks to come, is that these are maybe topics or issues where, yes, we are absolutely informed by Scripture, but there's some, there's a lot of, there's a spectrum of beliefs, yeah. even in, in Orthodox Christianity. You know, yeah. there's there's going to be a spectrum of approaches and a spectrum of like, well, this is how we approach this topic or this subject in, and. and Ultimately, we're called to unity in Christ, but and we can disagree on how to approach a specific issue or a specific topic. But ultimately, our authority is the Word, right? Uh, because there are some things that you know that aren't explicit. You know, this is they're the buggy. command. Yeah, they're buggy, and we got to figure them out. <laughs> so, so I'm going to go back to what you said. You said expository preaching, uh, and so that's kind of a churchy word, and we may have some unchurchy people listening, or some people who like they didn't grow up and. Baptist or even at a church that was yeah. uh, ex- practiced expository preaching, what is specifically expository and what it, what is it not? Because a lot of times people say, well, I'm an expository preacher and then you listen, you're like, actually, you picked a topic and then right. you found a few verses right. to yeah. apply to that. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I, and, and many guys... And women i guess
1: uh they open the bible read from a text and then literally everything they say for the next 30 minutes has nothing to do with the text they just read so that's just pretending to be an expository preacher but an expository preacher is really opening whatever text it is and doing their best to exegete to dig in to expose the truth of of that scripture Uh, and so you start with, you know, observation, what do I see here? Then interpretation, what does this mean? Like, what did the person writing this mean to the people they were writing to? And then the last step is how does this apply? And so, you know, again, that's not the opposite, but that's different from saying, okay, I know people are hurting financially. Okay. So what does the Bible have to
0: say about that?
1: It's just a different approach, um, to how we teach
0: you know so yeah and those needs those questions like you know as a pastor you're like i know that there's these needs going on right and, but i'm pre- preaching through right now like the book of zechariah <laughs> yeah. and like that's not always going to talk about every issue that right. we got going right. on and we need to talk about those things together. Yeah. we need to equip the church uh, and we that cannot happen on a yeah. Sunday morning. I tell people yeah. sometimes it's like when I'm planning a worship service, it's like you have like 60 to 70 minutes to plan a worship service. Yeah. What I want is for people to see like the greatness of God yeah. and how awesome he is and what Jesus has done for us. But like you can't cover everything right. about God in 60 minutes, 70 minutes, especially when you have a pastor who preaches long. <laughs> <laughs> but you just can't. Like you can't do that. It, it takes a long time and it takes multiple. Uh, it takes, it was just. And a music guy who preaches a little that's bit. That's right. I a little talky sometimes. Yeah. Well, I think so. This past
1: week, I was in <laughs> Zechariah 12 and 13, and I'm talking about how people <laughs> see the scripture, you know, as soon to be fulfilled, fulfilled in Jesus, and not yet fulfilled. But I'm not really spending that much time in that because that's not really beneficial to explain the text. But what would be beneficial, perhaps, is to take. Some time in one of these to talk a little bit more about how people do, you know, look at the signs of the times in different ways. But I'm not gonna honestly. When there are people who are hurting, there are people who need to hear the word on Sunday morning. They need to hear the meaning of the text. God needs to be glorified. I'm just not gonna get into that muddy water on a Sunday morning. So yeah. that might be, you know, another example. Or you know, Justin will often he's listening to me, and so he'll think about, oh, here's some ways we could have fleshed that out. So we might do that on a, on one of these
0: as well. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about um so we've talked about this, you know, we we get expository preaching and then we, we've got these topical things we need to cover, you know, and I think in leadership there's there's a saying and I don't remember where I heard it, but there's problems to solve and there's tensions to manage. And this isn't it's not a problem to solve like that was Michael have, Scott. That was yeah, Michael. Scott. Scott Michael <laughs> Scott quoting some <somebody>, yes. <laughs> Michael Scott on leadership. <laughs> but um you know, so this is really one, this is an example of this is attention to manage. It's not like we say, well, this is a problem to solve, so we're right. going to quit expository right. and go fully topical. Right. that's good. Uh, or go, you know, well, we've got to quit topical because we don't, if you just read the Bible, you're going to know everything, and you, you, you can't, but that's just not the way it works. Like, we right. need all of this, and we need these conversations, and we need to do these conversations really in the context of, of community or with other mm-hmm. believers and so that's another goal of this is that you know as we are having these conversations you know we want to hopefully model how to have a conversation about things mm-hmm. where uh, and that begins with us like as individuals like first recognizing like there is a possibility that we don't know everything <laughs> And, and that we don't have everything figured At out. At least like 5% possibility. I'm, yeah, that's right. I'm, I mean, the chance, you're saying there's a chance. Right? Yeah. So it's like, there's this chance that we might not know everything. And, and also that that an issue or a topic may be a lot more complex and complicated than we realize. Um, and so we have to be committed to learning. We have to be committed to being humble. Mm-hmm. Gosh, yeah, we just gotta be humble. Um, And and that's what we hope we model in this, too, is that, you know, we may come to an issue where we're like, and bottom line is, we don't know. I'm really, the older I get, the more comfortable I am with, I don't know.
1: Yeah, and I, I would say in line of that, there are two things we ask of those who, you know, continue to engage in watching this or listening to this. Is number one, just give us grace and give us the benefit of the doubt. I know some of you think that like an issue can get settled on a Facebook post, <laughs> but it can't. it can't and it can't get settled in 20 to 30 minutes of talking either. You know, I mean, and some of these things people have been debating for thousands of years. And so just give us a benefit of the doubt. And the second thing is as much as you want, we would like you to drive the conversation. So we would like the content to come from you. So if there are things that you're thinking, I mean, I would love to. To hear, you know, that fleshed out, I would love to hear what uh, my pastors or friends uh, think on those things. Um, A, you know, we'll kind of choose a topic per month, I think, is our plan. And so we'll always give the opportunity for you to maybe ask some questions related to that topic. But in general, if there's just something like, I would love to hear this you know talked about for a little while you know um we're probably not going to spend a ton of time on like whether or not a college football playoff should be four or eight or 16 <laughs> but you know some other issue related to does life does it really matter because
0: it's just going to be like all the sec teams. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> clemson and the sec every year
0: anyway yeah so i think too let's let's talk about this like so we talked about like the tensions and all this so why why are we doing like why is this important like, why do you feel this? Why do we feel this burden to communicate to this to the church? And I'll start, I think, and one of the things we talked about was just like, we have this like pastoral burden to help mm-hmm. people and help ourselves <laughs> grow in this, but really to, to be informed so that mm-hmm. we are, um, I think the bottom line is like, we want people to be informed, but also loving mm-hmm. in that knowledge. And I think a lot of Christians right now uh, are knowledgeable but not necessarily grace-filled uh, in their interactions with other people. Mm-hmm. And uh, and we just want to be right. Yeah. And uh, and you can be right and not be a, a jerk, <laughs> you know? And that's that's hard for all of us because when we know we're right, we just—or we think we're right. We think we know we're right. Mm-hmm. And so we really just have this pastoral burden to just— we need to, one, model that ourselves, but also to help the church— help, people grow in that ability to like hey you know we can this is something we have to hold loosely or we have to hold on to this and we just want to be good stewards of that and then too i think i know you uh and I, we just we love the church yeah. you know like we're i think we're we're both and i think all of our our staff goodness like we're like local church people. Mm-hmm. You know, like the whole goal of this podcast is that we'll like go viral. Um, I mean, if we do, I hope it's for the right reasons. <laughs> yeah, I
1: don't have a whole, whole lot of hopes in that. Lot of that.
0: You know, hopes. we're not trying to be cool. We're not trying to be slick. We're not trying to like be the next, you know, leading podcast sensation it's just really like we love the leading podcast i just sensation. love leading podcast sensation can <laughs> we start right. our podcast that's gonna be that? the new intro welcome to the leading you kind of
1: sound like liam neeson in that and look like liam neeson he is my celebrity
0: doppelganger. yeah yes you're Double tim doppelganger doppelganger whatever that is. i don't know what is it Doppel... doppelganger that sounds a lot i have a tougher. bunch tougher of like yeah. I kinda of look like, like has been. My dad said up. you look like Tim Tebow. The washed up Tim Tebow. <laughs> so yeah, I actually get Liam I've been stopped multiple times and said, people said, You look like that guy from that movie and they never know his name. They're like, where his daughter gets stolen and he has to get her back and then they're talking about the movie taken and like then I respond with I have a very special set of skills. And you have yeah, just really say it like that. But yeah, they were I'm, actually
1: talking about the Wizard of Oz, and they <laughs> thought you looked like Scarecrow.
0: <laughs> I'm kind of gangly. <laughs> so.
1: They were just confused about the details of what happened with Dorothy. <laughs> also don't get to do this on Sunday morning. Sorry.
0: <laughs> That's great. Um, as I was saying, we just love the church, and we want yeah. the church. Uh, to, you know, we should just be known. Like the church i just feel should just be known by um love yeah love for each other and love for the world and we gosh it does not matter like people are not going to listen to how right you are if if you're condescending if you aren't engaging if you don't actually care about them and so we help we model you know just how to have questions and receive questions Mm -hmm. and ultimately just be grace filled
1: Yeah, I really have nothing to add to what you just said. I think you just, I'll just kind of segue from that into um, an example and where we're going to start. Last week we had a presidential debate and, um, you know, I think that we do not see from our political leaders Mm -hmm. how to have a conversation Mm -hmm. while maintaining respect for each other. Is this
0: where I interrupt you and say, shut (laughs) up, you clown? Like, seriously,
1: like, wow. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> anyway so you know we really feel like I, I, it would be beneficial to start especially with the election coming up with just you know how how do we as christians function in the current political climate uh that we're in and so uh you know we'll, we'll talk about how christians should view some issues but we'll also talk about how christians should treat other people because it's not just what you argue, it's how you argue uh, that counts. You know, the, the age old saying, it's not, you know, people don't remember much, but they always remember how you made them feel. And I think the older I get, the more and more I, I recognize how true that is and and have some, you know, regrets and, and how even I've been mm-hmm. right, yeah. but I've come down like a hammer on people. And so, you know, we, we really want to help you with that. So that's where we'll get
0: started. Um, and uh, I'm looking forward to that yeah it's gonna be good so uh as we wrap up uh this first inaugural episode just a couple of uh quick questions that's for, that that was oh, the leading redundant. podcast the, the leading the first inaugural so is there going to be another inaugural i don't know <laughs> 2.0 i don't know that'll be in a year oh goodness season three two, no, two gosh for the uh, three of you that are still watching <laughs> thank you um just some questions um question we get a lot is pastor what do you do during the week <laughs> <laughs> like what's it like to only work one day you know? yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. how it gets phrased like what do you do uh, but you know really what what do you do
1: uh yeah so um well uh study and uh meet with people and um try to create more work for everybody like justin let's do a podcast we're talking about this no okay sure and i just get to show up (laughs) and and there's things set up and all that and he has an agenda and i have a i have this Um, and then you know i have five children in my house well five children my own plus we're foster family so like for fun um i just have to make everything fun because i don't have a lot of free time but i am involved coaching you know my kids and other kids and Um, I do enjoy the beach and uh, I am thankful to live in Boggy Bayou because it's a beautiful place to live and uh, aside from those three months when your clothes stick to you uh, (laughs) the weather is great
0: here and
1: yeah what about you man what do you what do you do
0: yeah I just sit around and drink coffee and just serenade everyone as they walk in the office door he does whistle I do I whistle a lot like that's like a beckoning thing. Like, uh, Christy can find me wherever I am because I'm just usually whistling We both work out a decent amount. I just also eat a lot of pizza and fries, (laughs) so I'm not as good as So I just, yeah, a lot of garage exercising because it's just schedule-wise for us with six kids, it's not possible right now to wake up early enough before someone (laughs) to to go somewhere, so it's in the garage either early morning or late night. Uh, But yeah, I think, you know, it's it's study, it's preparation, it's getting services lined up, it's meeting with people, it's, uh, you know, being there, you know, I yeah. think a lot of our schedules are unpredictable because things arise and needs arise, and we just want to be with people. So, um, yeah, that's what we do. So, um, what is a book or books? Because uh, we get asked this a lot. Like, hey, what's some? What if you could read? Tell somebody to read a book that's just been really influential. in your understanding of the kingdom, or just in your relationship with the Lord. What would it be? The Book of Acts. Yeah. You meant besides the Bible. <laughs> the Bible. Yeah, it has to um, be the Bible.
1: Yeah, I would say uh, Mere Christianity, uh, for sure, just helps you articulate how you believe and how you function, and it's a great um, uh, tool to help you have conversations with those who may not believe. And then there's a book called Living by the Book by Howard Hendricks, which walks through how to study the Bible and what the Bible is, and it's just been impactful and then i think we share one and crazy love and i'll let you talk about that one
0: yeah i'd say for me like the like a theological book like you know this really i think i read it first in college and i've read it several times since because it's one of those you go back to and you just reread it and it was uh knowing god by j.o. packer Uh, i think it was the first book that i read that was just like you know wow like (laughs) god is huge and i really it was just eye-opening for me i think You know, I grew up in church and like had a a thought like it's like, oh, God's great. God's good. But it was like, God is holy what that means and the implications but he's also personal I and mean, i just that book i've read several times and i i recommend it to people like hey if you want to just like, get a big picture yeah. of who god is um, that's deep man a lot like of people deep. would peg
1: to you more of a christian
0: su- or a chicken soup for the christian soul guy <laughs> right yes i've actually never read one of those <laughs> <laughs> that would be,
1: no Did offense that was a thing
0: that was like a thing <laughs> and there's one for like every occasion know, in every right? stage of life like Christian soup for the thirty-nine-year-old. <laughs> I say Christian soup. Okay, I okay, that's what I was like. Why did I say that? Christian soup. Chicken soup for the Christian soul. <laughs> chicken <laughs> soup for the podcast. <laughs> starters. It's a tablespoon of love and a tablespoon of Great. grapes and one cup. Wow. Oh no! I think oh, we just started no. something. Oh no! We want you to submit your best recipes for Christian soup. <laughs> <laughs> just... oh. Anyway, and crazy love. Yeah, that's another one. I you know I read.
1: What uh, percentage of people do you think are actually laughing?
0: They're and like. What percentage are like? They're like, oh gosh, I can't not believe, and that's. I just realized I say gosh a lot too. <laughs> I'm gonna stop saying that. Uh, they're like these are these are two of our bastards. <laughs> wow, we're so lucky. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think a crazy love by Francis Chan was was a great book. It's still. I mean, I've read it several times and done the study, and I know that groups here have done that study, and it was just foundational for be like, okay, you believe all this stuff, so how do you put that into right. action? Um, and an analogy that he uses in that book is, and and I've heard him share it in person that it, you know, and I think you. have shared it in sermons, you know, quoting him about, like, you know, our obedience, mm-hmm. like, you know, asking your children to go clean their room and your kid comes out and says, I did it in my heart. And you're like, no, you didn't. <laughs> like that doesn't count. Like you didn't actually do it. And Christians, I, I think that it was really convicting for me. Like the first time I read that and then the next time, and you know, so you go back to that, you're like, gosh, I did it again. Goodness. There are so many things that I mm-hmm. say I do and I say I believe, but I'm not really living that out. And so it's just a good, um, a good way to flesh it out. So that's about it for this first first inaugural episode yeah. of the next podcast <laughs> sensation. So, um, so in weeks to come, we're next week we are starting a series uh, called "God and Country." Uh, it's something that's on all of our minds right now because we are in election season, and we're just going to talk about uh, implications of where our citizenship is and uh, how to be a Christian in in times where things are. Our culture is so polarized, so divided, and it seems that everything is politicized. So we hope you'll join us. If you have topics or uh, things you'd like for us to discuss or questions, uh, we want you to send us a message. So you can on uh, Facebook or you can just send us a message directly to your inbox or you can email me, Justin, at churchonbaysshore.org. Send your questions, send your ideas. We would love to hear them. So uh, I think that's... I was
1: trying to think of like some cool sign-off thing. I don't know, but I'll just say this because you never know who's watching. If you're running from God, you can't outrun His grace.
0: Man, that is so true. So just stop running. Yeah. And on that note, we're gonna stop running the camera. <laughs> hey, we want to thank you for listening to Boggy Talk. Join us next week as we kick off the first of a four-part conversation on God and country. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a beat.